Welcome to our podcast series on the Mumbai Blasts of 1993. In this episode, we will be continuing our exploration of the investigative breakthroughs in the case and taking a closer look at the role of the members of the Memon family in the bombings. Memon family's role in the Mumbai terror attacks. Mushtaq was born in a tiny room in the Kadia building which was financed by the Maharaja of Gwalior and allotted to loyal masons. The building had 70 tenements and each mason family was assigned an identical 260 square foot room with an attached kitchenette. Several tenants shared a common toilet on each floor. Mushtaq's father, Abdul Razak Memon, was a good sportsman who excelled in all kinds of sports, especially cricket. Abdul Razak was a conservative and religious man who named all his boys after the Old Testament prophets. The family lived in poverty and the older boys had to start working at an early age to support the family. Mushtaq worked as an apprentice clerk at the Memon Cooperative Bank's branch in Baikula. However, he soon started to get involved with the underworld and began his foray into it in the early 1980s. One day, while at Makdum Shah Babas Dargah, Mushtaq was approached by the smuggler brothers Mustafa and Mohammad Dosa. They were looking for a reliable chauffeur and someone at the dargah suggested Mushtaq describing him to be very daring. Within the first month, Mushtaq earned his employer's confidence and was interested with the job of chauffeuring their Dubai-based superiors whenever they visited Bombay. One of Mushtaq's most significant feats was when he managed to evade the police while driving Big Boss Yakub Bhatti from the western suburbs of Bombay to the airport in the nick of time. Bhatti was so impressed with Mushtaq's composure that he invited him to Dubai. In Dubai, Mushtaq became a gold carrier, ferrying smuggled gold biscuits. Within a year, Mushtaq was in charge of smuggling operations from Bombay. The short-tempered silver smuggler from Mahim was the D-gang's pointsman in the blasts plot. He fled India on the eve of the blasts and set up base in Dubai under the supervision of his ISI handlers. Mushtaq's story is one of how poverty and desperation can lead people down a dangerous path. It also shows how even the most seemingly insignificant encounters can change the course of one's life. Mushtaq Memon lifted his family out of poverty by setting up an office called Al Tijarat International. He paid for his younger brother Yakub's education and Yakub went on to become a successful chartered accountant who set up his firm Mehta and Memon Associates before starting AR and Sons. Yakub's financial success made him a suspect in the Bombay bombings of 1993. Police investigations found that complex financial transactions had taken place through several of Tiger's accounts and they suspected Yakub of organizing this perfect bookwork. During the search of flats in the Aluseni building where both brothers owned properties, the police discovered that the Memons had four NRI accounts at the HSBC Bank branch in Bandra. The police alleged that $61,700 were deposited in cash in the British Bank of Middle East Dubai and from there the fund was transferred to Marine Midland Bank in New York USA. And then it found its way into Memon family's accounts in HSBC. 
The police also discovered that accounts at the Mahim branch of the Development Cooperative Bank showed heavy cash transactions between December 1992 and March 1993. The balance in all the accounts on the 12th of March stood at meager amounts. This careful and meticulous financial planning made investigators conclude Yakub Memon's involvement in the conspiracy. On 21 July 1994, Yakub Memon arrived at Tribhuvan International Airport in Kathmandu, Nepal, disguised as a well-dressed businessman named Yusuf Muhammad Ahmed, carrying a Pakistani passport. Yakub had been on the run with his family for the past 17 months. and the life of a fugitive had worn them down he had come to kathmandu to think about his options the memon family had been living in dubai since 12th march 1993 but the indian government discovered their involvement in bombings and pressured the uae government to repatriate them after initially denying their presence the uae authorities eventually requested that the memons leave in april 1993 An ISI agent escorted the Memon family to Karachi, where they were equipped with Pakistani passports and national identity cards. The Indian government learned of the Memon's relocation to Karachi and asked the United Nations, the US, and other European countries to support its request that the Memons be handed over. The Memons were under constant surveillance and virtually under house arrest in a spacious bungalow on Patta Road in Bangkok. After 12 days, they were brought back to Karachi, where they were housed in a high-security zone called the Defence Colony, predominantly inhabited by army officials and personnel. Yakub had gone to Dubai for a week on his Pakistani passport, always trailed by the ISI. He realized that his family would never have true freedom again. There were two choices before him. to live in a polite imprisonment in pakistan or to go back to india face a trial and try to clear his name yakub concluded that the best option for him was to make a deal with indian government and convince them that the rest of the memon family was innocent he did not want his child to live his whole life under the shadow of fear sensational arrest of yakub memon and associated controversies on the 24th of july Yakub checked in for a flight from Kathmandu to Karachi but was stopped during a security check. The officer found two passports, one Indian and one Pakistani, belonging to Yakub, along with the passports of his family members, a Pakistani national identity card, and a significant amount of Pakistani and US currency. Interpol and New Delhi were informed and it is alleged that Yakub was interrogated for 3 days by Indian and Nepali police. On the 28th of July, Yakub was blindfolded and dropped off at Sonoli on the UP border. He was taken to Gorakhpur and flown to Delhi in a special plane where he allegedly met with the Union Home Secretary K Padmanabhaiya who had headed his CBI investigation. On the 5th of August, Yakub approached the New Delhi railway station carrying a briefcase and a suitcase containing various incriminating documents. Four CBI officers along with armed commandos were waiting for him and arrested him on the spot. Union Home Minister SB Chavan announced the arrest of Yakub in the Lok Sabha stating that it proved Pakistani complicity in the Mumbai bomb blasts.
Yakub was then driven to Patiala house in a CBI van where he was produced in front of the magistrate and remanded to CBI custody for 30 days. His arrest was met with elation in Bombay and many believed that it would lead to more arrests. The CBI recovered a video cassette from Yakub that showed footage of the wedding of Taufik Jaliawala's daughter Rabia in Karachi where Dawood Ibrahim and members of the ISI were present as guests. Yakub also had three audio cassettes that he claimed contained important conversations. The then Indian government decided to put him on air and he was interviewed by Madhu Trehan who then worked for News Track. The media and investigators speculated on Yakub's real role in the bomb blast case but he denied any involvement apart from Tiger Memon. Despite this The CBI believed that Yakub's arrest proved Pakistani complicity in the conspiracy. The events leading up to Yakub's arrest were more or less scripted by him and his interrogation continued even after he was brought to Delhi. Two countries reacted immediately to the media reports. The GP Koirala government in Nepal facing the general elections and wary of charges of yielding to pressure from India. quickly issued a denial of yakub's arrest in nepal on the 5th of august a spokesman of the nepali home ministry stated that no one called yakub memon had been taken into custody on the 24th of july by the officials at the airport the wording of the denial was kept ambiguous as yakub was traveling in his pakistani name yusuf ahmed the second and sharper denial came from pakistan Its High Commissioner to India stated in a press release on the 7th of August that the arrest of the Indian citizen Yakub Memon did not surprise Pakistan as it had always maintained that the Memon family was not in Pakistan. Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto described Shri Chavan's statements as a pack of lies. She added that India was wrongly implicating Pakistan to divert attention from its problems, especially the human rights abuse in Kashmir. We would also like to highlight the origin of Ajmal Kasab to Pakistan. Had he not been caught alive, there were plans otherwise to brand him as someone else. Pakistani politicians have been heard giving their viewpoints, which is a cause of concern for every Indian. As such harboring of animosity and hostilities keep you at the tip of a barrel every time. Yehi jab Mumbai attacks hue to isne Nawaz Sharif sabse pehle bola कि वो जो लड़का एक लड़का वो कौन से गांव में था पाकिस्तान में जिधर से अटैक हो इसने किम बाकर को एक इंटरव्यू दिया था और इसने उस इंटरव्यू में बता दिया कि वो पाकिस्तान से अजमल कसाब का पता इंडिया को इन्होंने दिया इन्होंने इंडिया को पता बताया कि अजमल कसाब जो है उन्होंने जो फरीदकोट का एड्रेस है वो नवाज शरीफ ने दिया अगर ये बात गलत साबित हो तो जो चोर की सजा वो मेरी सजा है In the aftermath of the Mumbai bombings, Pakistan had pledged to assist India in bringing those responsible to justice. However, despite the establishment of an official task force, there were no significant developments reported. When Indian intelligence sources claimed that the Memons were residing in Karachi, Pakistan denied their presence. However, with fresh evidence obtained through Yakub Memon's arrest, It was widely believed that India would make renewed efforts to have Pakistan declared as a state sponsor of terrorism. For several months, 
Pakistan had been under US scrutiny as a potential candidate for such a designation. Memon's arrest was seen as a significant blow to Pakistan's international reputation. The recent call recordings of 26-11 vintage played by Indian delegates in the UN have exposed Pakistan's terror agenda and involvement of its agencies in acts of terror against India. Now I would like to apprise you with the intriguing intrigue surrounding Sajid Meer, one of the key perpetrators of Mumbai terror attacks. In this voice clip which you are going to hear, he can be heard directing the assailants at Sabad House. <laughs> तो जो जहां पे आपको मूवमेंट नजर आती है बंदा के छत पे चल रहा है कोई आ रहा है जा रहा है उसको फाइट होको उसे नहीं पता यहां पे क्या हो रहा है इंशाल्लाह ही वाज वन ऑफ द आर्किटेक्ट्स ऑफ द एलईटीज डेनमार्क प्रोजेक्ट टू टारगेट डैनिश न्यूज़पेपर इट्स एडिटर एंड कार्टूनिस्ट इन कोपेनहेगन फॉर्चूनेटली द प्लानड अटैक वाज फॉइल्ड इन टाइम ही वाज डिक्लेयर्ड डेड फॉर लॉन्ग एंड इवन डीएनए टेस्ट वाज प्रोड्यूस्ड टू बटरेस दिस एजर्शन Owing to deeper international scrutiny, he finally was arrested and convicted in a terror financing case. As on date, his UN listing process, however, remains on hold. The circumstances surrounding Yakub Memon's arrest and his involvement in the Mumbai blasts remain controversial and subject to various theories and speculations. Some theories suggest that he was aided by Indian intelligence agencies or by Benazir Bhutto. while others suggest that he was persuaded to return to india by dawood ibrahim to distance himself from the bombing plot usman ghani mohammad memon's arrest further reinforced the theory that dawood ibrahim had masterminded the blasts as he had acquired and arranged for the shipment of rdx arms and other explosives from pakistan to india during his interrogation Yakub Memon maintained that he had never met Dawood and named Tiger Memon and Taufik Jaliawala as the prime planners and perpetrators of the conspiracy to bomb Bombay. There is also speculation that Yakub Memon's arrest was the result of a deal struck with the CBI or that he was actually on a business trip to Kathmandu and apprehended while returning to Karachi. Despite various theories and controversies, Yakub Memon remained in custody and faced trial for his alleged involvement in the Mumbai blasts. He had now spent 12 days with CBI officers, patiently answering questions for hours every day. He had celebrated a mournful 32nd birthday on the 30th of July. A CBI officer came to him and told him that he was to give an interview on television. Yakub looked at him blankly and asked what interview. The officer told him that he was going to be on TV and it would be telecast on the national TV. Doordarshan and the whole of India was going to watch him. Yakub was in half a mind to refuse when it struck him that he could use this opportunity to let 90 crore of his countrymen know that apart from Tiger, other members were decent, law-abiding citizens. He asked the officer when he was supposed to be on television. The officer replied we have to go in for a recording now it will be aired later tonight He was escorted to the Doordarshan studio The program on which he was being interviewed was News Track a half hour news analysis show In response to the questions he narrated the tale of his journey to Kathmandu interception at the airport and his handing over to CBI 
He stated that it was Tiger Memnon and Taufik Jaliawala who were the kingpins and explained how Tiger had been used by the ISI. Yakub spoke at length about the role played by Taufik Jaliawala. The excerpts of his interview are included hereafter for our listeners. You left Bombay on March 11th for Dubai. Yes. How did you reach Pakistan? On 17th, we have boarded a PIA flight. For it was to land at Dubai via Karachi. But we were escorted by a Pakistani agent at Karachi airport without any immigration and formality we were out of the the sky the azam airport karachi airport by pakistani agent you mean who asif is his name was he was a bald fellow he escorted us right from inside the airport to outside and your passports were they stamped no no formalities of any immigration or customs were completed a pakistani official came took you off the flight yes. took you without any formalities right so, right and your passports were given to him did you give him your indian passport yes he collected our indian passport the very first thing he did he collected our indian passport he escorted us outside the airport then without any formality you did not have your pakistan your indian passport with you then yes since then after one year we received our indian passports Where were you taken then, by Asif? Uh, from there, from airport, we were taken to one Tofik Jaliawala's bungalow in Karachi. It is in Duraji Colony. And you stayed there. Yeah, we stayed there. The whole family. Not whole family, because on seventeenth, myself, my wife, father, mother, and younger brothers had shifted there. By twenty or twenty-first, rest of the members joined us at the same place in the bungalow. You were in Bangkok from April 17th to 29th. Yes. Why did you go to Bangkok? Bangkok we were taken to Bangkok on 17th April. Uh those was the time you know I had realized what has happened. Before that neither myself nor any member of the family had a slightest you know inkling about all these things. But when after oh, reaching okay. Is this bomb blasts mm-hmm. and the conspiracy behind this? Mm-hmm. So you got to know about it in Bangkok? Not in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. After reaching Karachi, in Pakistan, whatever I was doing, I was doing with a specific purpose, because I didn't have any other alternative. I used to collect all the information for my purpose, and that was to know exactly who are the people behind these things and why we should suffer for that. This was the right time to come, and I have come. But you had a good. How long is it? How long is it since March 11th? If 19th? if it had taken me 10 years also, I would have waited for 10 years to do this thing. Well, you were enjoying a very good life while waiting for it. I was not enjoying. If I would have enjoyed this life, why should I come here now? Why should I come here? You tell us why are you coming? Just to show the people who are behind this blast, and it is not Maimon family who is behind these things. I know the exact addresses. and i know the pakistani government involvement that what i want to say to the international community why did tiger memon conspire in the bomb blast in bombay to avenge january rats what about pakistan's involvement pakistan want did what they wanted 
what in do they want? taking what the name Pakistan of want? see Pakistan wants to create trouble in India and to do all those things which harms government of India and people of government, people of India, be it a Muslim or a Hindu. Did Tiger speak to you at all about what he planned to do? No. Was there talk in the family? No, no, never. If there would have been a, a slight inkling also, we would have never allowed him to do all this thing. I see. There is a reason why you have come back, not for the for the motive of your love of your motherland, because the love of your motherland shouldn't have changed in, the, in during while you were living in that luxury. Why? Living why in luxury, then, living then? in luxury changes your love so for why motherland. Why didn't you come back then? You still yes. have not answered that question. I have come back to show the people who were behind this bomb blast. The people know who's behind the bomb blast. Nobody knows exactly who was behind the bomb blast and where they are hiding. At present, I know who are the people behind it, where they are hiding, and who was the brain behind it. Who was the brain behind it? Brain was Pakistan government, ISI, what they call. Mm -hmm. And what did they do? They supplied arms, explosives, through their agent Tofik Jaliawala, and they dictated the spots. And how do you know this? I was there to know this only. That's why it took me so late. So much when time. Went, now, what do you think Pakistan is going to do now? Whenever Pakistan will get this type of occasion, they will definitely give trouble to our country. Definitely. If they'll get a chance to slap even one of our person, they will do that. They are up to this. And they are appealing the international, they are seeking support from international Muslims that our Muslim brothers in India are being to tortured association is done, is done to them and this way they are taking sympathy from them. But your full family is in Pakistan? I'm not sure whether they are in Pakistan or whether they have shifted because I am out since last 15 days and before going I had left message to my younger brother that see I'm going to India with this purpose I want to show all these peoples now you better shift from here. So I don't know whether they have shifted or not. Do you know of any other names that are involved in the Bombay blast? See, during my stay in Pakistan, I came to know that uh, Tufik Jaliawala, this helped by ISI of Pakistan, these were the mastermind of the blast. And execution was given to Tiger and his boys and the training of his boys was also done by this ISI people in Pakistan. Who else in India? I don't know about them but I am very sure. Who else in Pakistan? I don't know anything about it but I am very sure about the involvement of this Tiger, his boys, Tofik Jaliawala being an agent of Pakistani government. Now, you waited for since 93 March. Yes. Uh, to find out what really happened from Tafik Jalianwala. Yes. Why couldn't you ask your own brother? See, I told you right from the beginning I was not very friendly with my brother. Especially after going to Karachi. I had then why did you go? 
if you are not friendly with your brother it is not See, logical not that you should go with my him. brother neither i have obeyed my brother i told you i but just you went. went yes i just went for my family's sake i had left with my family you said earlier to me that your brother asked said that the yes, situation was such that yes, you should go he explained me that the situation is such so he explained it to you and yes. you listened to yes, it now listened let's look at the facts you yes. went after a discussion with him mm. although you claim that you have had no contact with the man for except fleetingly mm. all right so mm. that by itself is a very difficult thing to believe it is that a man that you don't have any contact with you are now moving with your whole family because of him that's one fact right secondly the second fact which is difficult to believe is that your pakistan connection which is that they have given you all these luxuries and rehabilitation and everything and you right. claim that it was all under duress you even start companies and you live there comp yes, yes, uh, comfortably and even that duress. is under duress that yes, is difficult yes, to yes, believe yes. let's go back a little bit to the other people who are involved in in the bomb blast do you know javed chikna I've heard his name. He's also in Pakistan. And Ijaz Pathan? Ijaz Pathan is also in Pakistan. Did they go with you? No. You met them there? No, I haven't met them. I had just the information about their whereabouts and how did you what information? How did you get it? I got from this Tiger's driver Shafi who became a, you know, I developed friendship with him to go, get all the information from him. and these these two men are still there yes yes they are there and they are also rehabilitated by the yes they are rehabilitated by tofik they also have, uh, they have pakistani, pakistani passports identities identity cards they stay in a flat over there in fact some of the boys are staying at tofik's bungalow some at tofik cottage i don't remember their names you know some teda meda some names are there yakubeda and this so way. how many indian muslims are now in pakistan who have been rehabilitated by the pakistani government this 8 10 boys of tiger is daud ibrahim there i don't know about daud ibrahim according to tofik he is there he is But in pakistan i have never met him he is in pakistan you have never met him in your life never in my life never in my life You haven't met Javed Chikna? I haven't met Javed Chikna. I have never met all these boys also, but I know and it is very confirmed information that they are in Pakistan. And I know the exact addresses also. They are staying with the Pakistani passport, Pakistani identity cards and they have been rehabilitated by Tofik Jaliawala on government's behalf. Since you've got so much of information, perhaps you have information on what Pakistan's next move is. I told you, Pakistan is always Anything moving to Trump. no specific i don't pakistan know pakistan is what always moving to give trouble to india anything more specific no i don't know any specific thing because do you know if they're making contact with more people here now they may try they may try on 30th april 1994 jaliawala's daughter rabia got married to farooq son of farooq's dadi of crawford market Bombay Many prominent citizens of Bombay and the underworld mafia from Bombay and Dubai were invited to the wedding However the memons who had helped fund the lavish wedding did not attend fearing recognition and embarrassment Yakub Memon a member of the Memon family was determined to bring his family back to India He had successfully obscured the money trail leading up to the bombings and had not come under the agency's radar until the blasts were executed.
He carefully planned his family's return, driving around Karachi to gather evidence of his family's innocence and recording conversations secretly between Jallianwala, Tiger and their accomplices. Yakub's cousin Usman was his confidant in the planning and execution of their return plan. On 24th August 1994, the Maimon family arrived in India, escorted by CBI officers. They were arrested and remanded to CBI custody for 14 days under Tana. The return of the Memon family created a huge sensation in India, and Yakub's televised interview on Doordarshan was unprecedented in the annals of Indian television. While the government aimed to expose Pakistan's involvement in the bombings and sheltering the perpetrators, viewers were impressed with Yakub's courage and intelligence. However, the discrepancies between the CBI account of the arrest and Yakub's narration on TV intrigued many. In subsequent terror investigations, the process of televised questioning has never been repeated by agencies and the Indian government. The return of the Memon family and the subsequent investigations are a significant chapter in India's history and their story continues to draw interest of the people even today. Usman provided details of a meeting that reportedly took place in Dawood's Dubai house on 10th January where the plan for carrying out blasts all over was discussed. This along with other small pieces of evidence pointed to Pakistani involvement. Rakesh Maria's team seized 27 cartons from the Memon's garage and compound space in Anuseni, 25 on 21st March 1993, and 2 on 24th March. The cartons were covered in black stains that made it difficult to read the labels, but the police laboratory at Kalina declared that they were used to carry plastic explosives. Investigation revealed that Var Noble. A private limited company whose official address was in Wa, Pakistan, manufactured and sent the explosives. The hand grenades used in terror attacks were also sourced from Pakistan. The markings on the grenades read Argus 69, and an investigation revealed that the grenades were manufactured by Albrecht's Pakistan in 1983. Samples sent from India for analysis indicated that the grenades had been made with the machines sold to Pakistan in 1968. The markings on the detonators of the grenades and the serial numbers indicated that they were manufactured by Albrecht's Pakistan in 1983. The most significant evidence of Pakistani collusion was that Pakistan had harbored the Memon family and given them false passports even after they had denied that the memons were in pakistan when india had requested their deportation passports of the memons that yakub was carrying at the time of his arrest showed that all members of the memon family were issued thai visas from the embassy of thailand in islamabad on 15th april 1993 valid until 14th july 1993 These details added up to significantly conclude Pakistan's involvement in the 1993 Mumbai bombings. An excerpt of IPS Neeraj Kumar, who was instrumental in coordinating the return of Maimons, is included in the podcast for the benefit of our listeners. लेकिन मैं एक सीधा सा जवाब दे दूं आपके सवाल का कि याकूब मेमन की गिरफ्तारी एक महज एक्सीडेंट था नंबर 2 जब इनको लाया गया तो कोई डील नहीं हुई थी 
और इसका इससे बड़ा सबूत और क्या हो सकता है कि उन पर उसी तरह मुकदमा चला जब जैसे अन्य अक्यूज पर चला मुंबई ब्लास्ट पर कई लोग उसमें एक्विट हुए जैसे याकूब की बीबी राहीन अक्विट हो गई उस केस में लेकिन उसके भाई जो है वो कन्विक्ट हुए लाइफ सेंटेंस उनको मिला और याकूब को फांसी मिली तो मोटे तौर पर सच्चाई यही है ना कोई डील हुई थी ना किसी ने याकू को पकड़ा था वो इट वाज एन एक्सीडेंटल अरेस्ट और उनको लाने में आईएसआई ने उस प्रक्रिया में काफ़ी रोड़े अटकाए थे हम लोगों ने उनको रोडों को लांग कर यहाँ हम उनको लेकर आने में सफल हुए थे एस टू डेट टाइगर मेमन रिमेन्स अट लार्ज Abdul Rajak Memon alias Tiger Memon and his younger brother Ayub Memon are said to be frequenting between Dubai and Karachi. Closing In the upcoming final episode we will summarize the Mumbai terror attacks and extract valuable insights from the tragic event that took place on that dreadful Friday in 1993. We will compare the 1993 blasts with subsequent terror attacks on the Indian soil and identify lessons that are to be learned from them. Stay tuned for another episode of this gripping story.